and um, we'll open it up afterwards. Okay, so we are up to the eighth paragraph, and I'm going to get my screen share going here. We're up to the eighth paragraph. In, uh, in the Bovavi, yesterday we finally first started getting to our answer of what is the groundwork that we are supposed to lay for ourselves, each and every person to start with. And the, the answer was Dveikas to Hashem, to be davuk, to a, for a person to feel like they are clinging and feel close to Hashem at all moments, as King David and as David Amalekh taught us, va'ani, for me, kirvas elokim, to come close to elokim, to be close to our God, to God, litov. That is what is good for me. And the same way we know that a, a broken utensil is not something that is generally uh, people are excited to have around the home. So too, we don't want to be people that are not complete, that are that are missing that leg to the chair, so to speak. And therefore, we need this kirvas Hashem to keep us complete, and that leads us to chapter uh, to chapter eight. And I will start the screen share. Here we go. Adam Amiti, a true person. Now, a true person doesn't mean a true, we're all true people. What it means is a person who's willing to see the truth for themselves. A person who's really willing to hear these words, the kibel osam, and to accept these words, benafsho in our nefesh. Now, one thing to to uh, explain is what is a nefesh? Very often we think the word nefesh is similar to the word soul, okay? Now the word soul really is a neshama. That's really neshama. A nefesh is a spirit. We have a guf, we have a body, we are a soul. As we've said countless times, many times, we are a soul, that's what, that's what we are. The nefesh is the spirit, which is the adjective. That's, that's what's in motion. That's what's in motion between the soul and the body is the nefesh. And we are constantly within this nefesh, within this spirit, like being pulled. You know, that's the nefesh is really the, the beauty of life. So a person needs to understand and accept these words in their nefesh. We don't need to accept it into our soul. Our soul is in, is a uh, in in truth, you know, it's it's a pure existence. Nobody can ever dirty their soul. You can't you can't ruin a soul. The soul is just a holy thing and we we can we can make our soul more elevated, right? And feel closer to Hashem. But what really needs this convincing and this thought is the nefesh. 
is the spirit, this, this spirit, which is the movement that, uh, that we have that connects the neshama and the guf. So a person who's willing to accept these words, amitis, truthfully, inside of themselves, they will take, such a person will take the words of the Ramchal, of Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato, he would write these words on a paper. What's good for me is to be close to God. That's all I want. To take these simple words, to be close to Hashem, we would take these words, write them on a piece of paper, the Achas the Rebbe Shol Erechen about once every 15 minutes until we get it into our psyche. I would pull it out of my pocket and just look at that. Just look at it. This, this is all I want. I just want to be a complete person, a complete soul that's connected to its complete source. And to remind ourselves, what, what is the reason why I'm here? Why am I alive? Why am I alive? What is, the, what is the goal? What is the goal of all this? You know what the answer is? To see how close I could come to Hashem. That's the goal of all the decisions that we need to make in life. And everything from beginning to end, the start all, the middle of all, and the end all, is Devekas Bo Yisbarach. How can I be Dovok? How can I cling to Hashem? And that is the, that, that's life. How close can I get? I would read these words over and over. Until these words are dancing with life. And I don't need that paper anymore. Because every few minutes, I'm just going to know this. That my purpose is to be close to Hashem. I'm not going to have to look at a paper. Well, we're going to be able to live with a clear conviction I know what my purpose in this world is for the limited amount of years that I have. Okay, and to look for ways on how to apply the words. Now, at the end of this, what we'll call paragraph slash chapter, it doesn't make everything easy and it doesn't make it that we're always able to connect to Hashem so easily, right? We're still going to have the struggles and the decisions. There's always this, you, you know, what's probably going to happen if we do this, we're going to put a piece of paper in our pockets. It's going to say, okay, Tyler, this is what you're going to do. You're going to just work on being close to Hashem. This is what you want. This is why Hashem put you in the world. Because He wants to be close to you. Well, guess what? Most of the time, I'm going to be thinking to myself, well, I don't know how to do that. Now, I know what, I'm, I know what the goal is, but I don't know how to get there. If I make it, 
I have a decision to make. Okay, I have a decision in my work, in my job, in my family, in my how to handle all my interpersonal relationships, even in how to know what Hashem wants from me between me and between us and God. So I can put this piece of paper in my pocket from today till tomorrow, but if I don't know what to do, so then what goods it what, what goods are gonna do? If I'm not sure what to do, so I'm like, okay. So I'm reminding myself I want to be close to the creator of the universe. How? To do right and not wrong? Well, guess what? If I'm normal and I have to make decisions just like everybody else, there's many times where I don't know which way to go that's going to bring me closer to Hashem or further from Hashem. I don't know. Well, guess what? The process of needing to decide is also coming close to Hashem. Because people who don't feel the need to make decisions of how never need to struggle through the decision process of how. The fact that we're in the process and the desire to know how is in and of itself coming closer to Hashem. The fact that I'm thinking and wanting and contemplating brings me closer. For example, when it comes to a human relationship, we can't expect people to be mind readers. We can't. So very often we expect people to know what's going on or to think something's going on in my life and your life. I could even, it could even be with a parent, child, sibling, spouse, colleague that I'd spend a lot of time with and I care for them tremendously. How do they know? Do I ever tell them? How often are we in relationships where we really care for somebody and after like five years, they're like, well, you never told me that. You never told me you cared for me. Very nice that you do, but you never told me that. So how am I supposed to know? And it's a two-way street. It really is a two-way street. Sometimes we're not fair to others because we don't tell them what we're thinking. And sometimes they're not being fair to us because they don't tell us what the need is. But be it as it may, it doesn't really matter. The bottom line is that in human relationships, we can't know thoughts. If we would know thoughts, we would be so much closer. Because let's say I do care for somebody and I think about them, let's say once a day, once every other day, but I don't take the time to call them or to tell them. But if they would know that they crossed your mind and you would know that you crossed their mind, wouldn't that make you feel closer? For sure. For sure. If we would be mind readers, which we're not, <laughs> right? So either it would bring us a lot closer or a lot farther. 
Right? Now, I really know what you're thinking about me, and that ain't good. But generally, for the most part, people who are really in relationships, what's bringing us closer, if we'd be mind readers, it really, just to know that somebody is thinking about me really would make me feel closer. In human relationships, that we just, but, but it's not a reality. Well, guess what? In our relationship with Hashem, that is reality. Because Hashem is Yodea Machshavos. Hashem knows our thoughts. He knows the process. He knows how often. Hashem knows how often Hashem is crossing our minds. And therefore, the Bavavi is telling us, if we could just train ourselves to realize and to think Hashem, I'm in this world to be close to you. Even if we don't know how, that itself will bring closeness. The thought, knowing that we're thinking about each other, is in and of itself a bond. And you know what? Even if we don't always make the right decision, as we're going to learn as we continue to go through the safer, because we can't. There's no way for us to always know what to do the right thing is. it's not possible the greatest people have made mistakes the greatest of the great because there's no way to ultimately know but if we would think about this over and over and get this into our psyche where Hashem is is in our brains is in our conscience and is you know part of the decision making process is not only what I want to do, but like, you know, one of my rabbis told me they, uh, you know, it wasn't, I actually heard this from not, not a Rebbe I learned by, but a Rebbe in Arsameach who speaks. I think his name is David Kaplan. I never met him in person. He writes books, apparently. I heard him speak. Somebody sent me a, a speech, a speech he gave about 10, 15 years ago. He said he was, he lives in Israel. He was visiting America, visiting family, whatever, visiting the States. And he was purchasing something, I believe he said, in Value City. And um, he's checking out, and the cashier sees a keeper on his head. Apparently, it wasn't in a place where there's usual keeper wearers. And she says, wow, what are you? He says, uh, I'm a person, <laughs> you know, is, you know, playing with playing with the cashier a little bit, you know, no? She says, no, like, what's that thing on your head? He says, you know, I'm Jewish and and uh I live in Israel. And she says, Well, is it fun? And he just stopped and he said, he just he's like, I, I never asked myself whether it's I never put it in that, like, is it fun? Like, is it fun to be Jewish? Is it fun to live in Israel? Like, the way she just put it kind of uh, threw him for a loop at at the time. And you could take that question any way you want, if you want to write a speech, you know. Is, is she right for asking that question? Should we be asking ourselves that question? Should we not be asking ourselves the question? But th- that's not really where he went with this. Where he went with this is that, he never viewed the decision-making process of 
How fun is this for David Kaplan? He didn't move to Israel because that's what's fun for him. He moved because for whatever, in each of our lives, there's a right thing to do, you know, and different, and each of us have our own unique realities. But we're not thinking about ourselves only. Is it fun for me? Yeah, we got to take care of ourselves and you got to make sure that we're maintained. But imagine if this was, you know, how do I make myself happy and Hashem happy? Because really, like we said, the only way we're going to be truly happy is when we're together with, with Hashem. So that is the, the uh, message that he's bringing out in this uh, eighth chapter, in this eighth paragraph of pulling this paper out of our pockets so that we feel close to Hashem and Hashem feels close to us so that, that Hashem is, constant, is crossing our minds on a more constant basis. Okay, let's, um, let's move on to uh, chapter nine. Here we go. Kamazman biyom, as much time during the day, zocher estachlis achayav, that a person, zocher, remembers the purpose of their life. We're at number nine now. Zehuzman shu the more time we spend thinking about this and coming close to Hashem, that's the amount of time that we're truly alive. Shar Hazman, the rest of the time, Shu Asik Bishar Devarim, I'm involved in other things. I'm not thinking about, I'm not remembering God. I'm not remembering God at all. You know what I'm doing? I'm in the middle of a... Uh, I'm in the middle of shaving, in the middle of uh, getting a haircut. I'm just taking a shower. I'm getting ready for bed. It's all, it's, that, that's it, right? Seems like a simple activities. I'm not thinking about, it's got nothing to do with, with God, right? Nothing to do with Hashem. Zehu dimoy shalmisa. This is similar to death. How so? Because we have to constantly bring life to ourselves. Because life is when we're connected to Hashem. We're not talking about obviously here physical life and breathing. Okay, we're, we could be we could be breathing whether or not we're connected to Hashem. Right, what we're referring to is etern- uh, This is referring to eternity. When we're alive and we're th- and we know why we're alive. And what is our purpose? Our purpose in this world. Even at a time, listen to this, even at a time when we're doing a mitzvah, oftentimes we're not thinking about God. We should recognize, you know why I'm doing a mitzvah? Because I'm connecting to Hashem. This is one of Hashem's commandments. Like the holy books explain to us. Kilomar meaning. We know that the performance and the purpose of mitzvahs is to be connected and um, uh, a friend, so to speak, of, of our creator, to be close and to cling to be connected, to be attached to Hashem, 
Lule Zos. And unless we know this, Iker Panimius Mahotza Mitzvah, why I'm doing mitzvahs in the first place? The same way you can have a body without a soul, you can have a mitzvah without a soul. Yes, I made a body, I made a mitzvah, but there's no soul to it. There's no soul to this mitzvah. Hashem, the Torah, and Klaisol is all one. Meaning, Kalomar Torah, that the Torah. Limuda, it's learning the kiyom mitzvoseh and its performance of mitzvos. Tzarichim lihios b'mahalek shalchad needs to be done in unison. We, there needs to be unity. There's a oneness <clears throat> between Hashem, the Jew, and the Torah at the time that the Torah is being kept. B'mahalek sh'odom dovek b'borei b'torah u'b'borei b'zet tach l'schayav t'vekas b'torah u'v'akadosh baruch and this really gives us our purpose, the dveikas to the Torah and to Hashem and to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In chapter 9, the Bovavi is telling us as follows. To just be observant people, or what the world would call some of us orthodox is not the purpose. Okay? When somebody asks, are you a orthodox Jew? What does that mean? What does it mean? I, I, I don't know, as I've said many times, I don't know. And nowadays, what the word orthodox means. What about observant? I try to be observant as much as I can, as much as I know, as much as I'm able at this point, at this state. Is that also the goal, to be observant? We've quoted the great sage, the Chafetz Chaim, who said many times, Hashem doesn't want a person to be religious. Hashem wants a person to be smart. The goal is not how religious can I be? How, you know, how much can, you know, uh, no. It's, Tumblr, I put you in the world. Be smart. Be smart. Learn. Educate yourself. Do the right thing. The more you know, the more you'll be able to do. But just be smart. Take my Torah. You, I, you know I'm here, Shem says, yeah? You know I'm here. Nothing comes from nothing. There's always atoms that start everything, right? So there's always a beginning. There's a God. There's a creator. We know there's a creator. We know the Torah is God-given at Sinai. Once you get past that, it's not about being orthodox. It's not. A, it's about being smart. Okay. So now I know. Now I know what the, what I know what to look for. I know what to look at. And now Hashem says, just be close to me. That's the vacus. If you want good in life, for me, what is good, says Hashem, is coming close to me. That's what, that's what I ask of you. How do we come close? 
we look at God's commandments. We look at the Torah. That's how we know how to come close. But just to perform and to observe, says the Bovavi, is like a body without a soul. It's very shallow. We don't, we're not a nation that takes leaps of faith, that does things with, with, without any knowledge of what we're doing. No, we're educated. We understand. We're, we're supposed to ask questions. There's no question that's dumb. There's no question that's not allowed to be asked in Judaism. Every question is meant to be asked. Everything. And we ask and we ask and we ask. We, we're, we know we're humans. We're never going to get every answer perfect. And our minds are very limited. But, but we need to ask. We need to understand. Because that makes things deeper. That makes things better. That makes things greater. And that allows us to understand ourselves and to understand Hashem. So to wrap up this paragraph from the Bulvavi, he says as follows. The more that we etch, we'll, call it, we'll use the word etch, the more we etch into our psyche that you know what? My life, your life, all of our lives are about how close can I become and how close can I be with Hashem, all of a sudden, every, every mitzvah that we perform, every act of kindness, every word of Torah, everything is not, has life to it. Because it's not just an action that's being done. This is a connection. This is a real connection that's happening between us and Hashem. I'm going to read, uh, receive the chat here. Let's see. The purpose of so many brachas is so many connections. Yeah, so um, I got a direct text here, and I'm going to, you know, now that we're at uh, 25 minutes, I'm going to, if anybody wants to um, ask a question or unmute themselves, you're welcome to, uh, you're welcome to do so now. But somebody direct, uh, direct uh, text uh, chatted is that we have many opportunities. Absolutely, absolutely. The problem is, that if I'm normal, it's very hard to wake up in the morning, say modani, you're still in your pajamas, you're like half groggy trying to wash your hands or doing doing whatever, and I'm supposed to feel like connected with God over here. Like, you know, like give me a few minutes, you know what I mean? Like by the time I start thinking, by the time I, the wheels of my brain start moving, I might have made already uh, 70 blessings. You know, so I had 70 opportunities for connection but because I didn't remember that Kirvas Elohim Litov, because I didn't remember that part of it, so that those, even the blessings had a goof without a neshama. But very, very good point. And that is, there's a constant opportunity, you know, think about blessings. Think about blessings. So many blessings every day that we make. Are we... Is God on our mind when we make the blessings? Or is it, I got an apple. If I want to eat it, I'm going to make a blessing. All right, brother, I'm very appreciative. Give a crunch. Did I even notice that there's a God in the world? Or did I just observe? I was observant because I made a blessing. But did, did this apple really cross my mind that it was made miraculously by God? As the great Rupert Victor Miller would talk about the apple seed. 
that you know we're so shocked as we get older technology all these computer chips the usbs and all these little micro uh, you know they hold so much information you know what sort of information god put into an apple seed far beyond any computer chip you can imagine an apple seed you crunch an apple the seed knows that when it goes back into the ground it's got a rot it's got to come back from one seed it has the ability to make thousands of apples and those apples also have the ability each one of them has a seed in it to make further and to, and to keep the and it's all in this little imprinted in this little chip in this seed of this apple that Hashem put in it but you know we're just like okay there's an apple you know here pop it in what's it have to do with god not much there's there's millions of these around the world you know <laughs> but it's a tremendous opportunity and and the more we can we can integrate this message that the Bavavi is just starting us out with. He's saying, listen, he's saying, guys, this is going to be step number one. This is going to be step number one. And working on this idea of keeping this, keeping a piece of paper in our pockets and remembering that, you know what, the best thing for me is to be close to Asha. That's the best thing. It's a simple thought. It's not a simple thing to do, but it's a simple thought. And the more we get used to this, he says, this has got to be step number one for, um, for each of us. And as far as the 